1: I'm telling you when we do podcasts we just jump in it's great to be back with you folks we love this opportunity to be with you and uh, with me as always my friend my co-host uh, fellow freaking faith Stephanie Wesco and uh, we were we were just talking Stephanie we we, we, we yesterday so yesterday we we talked about envying sinners right and we talked about that word envy in that word, I went and changed my word list from two weeks ago and just added the word envy because I think we don't understand what that word encapsulates, or am I saying that right, involves what that word carries with it. Um, you know, envy, it, it comes in many shapes and many forms. I'm actually going to mm-hmm. plug into my dictionary real quick because I, and, and just, I just want to tell you guys what the dictionary says. Uh, about the word envy, and it would help if I typed in the word envy instead of bevy. Uh, And so I I just want to tell you that it's a feeling uh, or discontented or resentful longing around by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. And, uh, it's a desire to be like them and that, I mean, Stephanie, that's some pretty bad stuff to have out there. So if you're envying mm-hmm. somebody in that last verse, we were in yesterday, um, yeah. and it's almost like making them a God or making them an idol or making them these things. And, and mm-hmm. what are you thinking? go away on that here.
2: No, you're right. And I hadn't honestly thought of it that way, but that's very true that when, that, if you're, it's being, dis. in a sense, envy, discontent would go together, or jealousy. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I think those would go together. And so that that idea of, if you're envying a sinner, in a sense, you're saying, God, whatever you've done for me isn't good enough, which means, God, you're no longer the one I'm worshiping. And that does become idolatry.
1: It does. And, and, and let me tell you, I could give you a verse to prove that. For thou shalt worship no other God for the Lord, whose name is jealous. He's a jealous God. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. <coughs> and you know what? You know, there's, there's almost a couple of things going on here, Stephanie. We can envy someone else. And then some people, they take that to a level of being an ultra respecter of that person. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, that, yep. because that person has a little bit of money, because that person has a little bit of fame, because that person has been involved in these things, because people like that person, because they laugh the right way, smile the right way, uh, you know, I'm selling out for this person. Well, they're becoming a God, right? Yep. Yep.
2: Where you're willing to um, sell your soul, Yeah. Um, where, and, and. Because I've, that sounds crazy, but I've seen that firsthand where sin is brought to the light, blatant, I'm not talking possible suspicions, I'm talking blatant sin is brought to the light, and instead of responding with, this is heinous, this is wrong, this needs dealt with, the response is, that can't possibly be true, and I'm going to believe the criminal. I'm going to believe the pedophile because they could not possibly have done this. And it's like, uh, no, that's, that, that means you're worshiping a person if you reach that point.
1: You've made somebody a God in your life. Yep. And that, that shouldn't be a God in your life. And I think the hardest thing for all of us is we're almost raised in a way that we respect people. And it's okay to respect people, but it's not okay to be a respecter of persons. It's not okay to put people ahead of God. It's not okay. Because the Bible teaches us that we need to have a sound heart. It's the life of the flesh, you know. uh, But envy the rottenness of the bones. Folks, let me tell you, we can be so mistaken. Be careful. Envy is not a good thing envy's a bad thing mm-hmm. and uh, that's all i want to get at with that word envy because i want to go right back to those verses but uh, anything else you want to add to that i mean envy's wrong. no
2: i think i yeah and i think it's neat that the alternative is be thou in the fear of the lord all the day long in other words mm. that's not talking a trembling fear that's talking a a reverence yeah uh, a love relationship honestly that that's what this kind of fear is it results in us drawing close to Jesus and that's the solution to envy
1: yeah and i and i think you know we've we've dedicated this podcast the whole way you know to doing Things that bring honor and glory to God, and and you know, going back to that verse that Stephanie just quoted, the end of it was exactly where I went when Stephanie quoted that uh, verse number seventeen in the twenty third proverb. We started this yesterday, and I said, "Watch out! I know we're going to be, I know we're going to be in that again tomorrow." And it says, "Let not thine heart envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all day long." So, in my mind, the summary here before I go to eighteen and whatever Stephanie wants to say, in my heart is, we don't envy. They got more money. They got this. They got that that we don't respect, you know, maybe I'm stretching a little bit hermeneutically here, but I don't think I am, uh, for the, for the cause of homiletics. And I really, I don't think I am, I'm not trying, no. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, don't be a respecter of a person, cut it out, you know, and, uh, and Stephanie gave us a good yawn in there. So it's time to move along, but look at what it says here. It says, right. Oh. That's just me. But be thou in the fear of the Lord all day long, what Stephanie was saying. So you got a couple of choices. We can envy sinners, make them a God, or we can fear God. We can fear the guy we're envying or the girl we're envying, or we can fear God. And I'll tell you, you know, this is a serious time uh, to think about this. I think in our nation's history or in life, there's so many wicked people among us. They've always had been. Uh, but we, yeah, we got to move along on that. But anyway, we find ourselves. Do you got anything you want to add to that, Stephanie, before I bounce no, on eighteen.
2: No, I think 18 is perfect because it goes right along with 17.
1: I think so too. For surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off. And uh, so as soon as you get to 18, some things are going on there, I think. And, you know, we got to remember, you know, there's a hereafter. There's things we can plan on. There's, uh, you know, there's expectation. It it goes on from here. Uh, Instead of being jealous, which causes wickedness and all that. Uh, you know, be zealous for what's the expectation, the goal for moving forward, for doing the right thing. And thine expectation shall not be cut off. We, we, we're we serving God. We're moving forward. We don't have to be envious. We don't have to be piercing respecters. I, I, you know, Stephanie, go ahead there in 18. Anything you want to add to that?
2: I think this is a beautiful promise. And it makes me think of, um, is it Psalm 34, Psalm 37? Um, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Seven. Commit thy, yeah. uh, 37, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Thine expectation shall not be cut off. Mm. The sinners have an end.
1: They do. It's, they, it's...
2: Their their end is destruction, and it's a scary, hopeless traumatizing end yeah and what god is saying here through solomon to his son is but your expectation will not be cut off you keep your eyes on jesus you keep serving him (sighs) don't respond to life in a way don't become envious don't become bitter don't don't let the awful things of life or the seeming, in, well, it's not seeming injustices. There are raging injustices in yeah, life. Yeah. Don't Don't let those things sidetrack you from looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Yeah. Because if you keep your eyes there, your expectation, your expectation of hope, your expectation of joy, your expectation of beauty out of ashes— of, of God doing miracles and doing the impossible, it won't be cut off if, you're, if you keep your eyes on Jesus. And that's, I mean, this, this is like, to me, especially for someone who has been through trauma and you start to feel like, is this fire ever going to end? Is there ever going to be a time I turn a page in my life and there's not a new trauma from my past coming out and slapping me in the face? Mm. Yes, there is a day coming where that will happen, where God will bring us forth as gold, where, you know. And we shall come we forth as gold.
1: Oh, man. See, I'd have Stephanie sing this song now, but the whole Boogeridge thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's real. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Is there ever going to be no. a day what Stephanie just said? And, you know, folks, we we have stuff that's happened in our lives. You know, I can go back to a childhood, a father who beat us, uh, deserted us, uh, all those things, all those hurts from being a kid, all the hurts you go through and, and boy, they add up. Mm. Stephanie can go back and look at her hurts. And, you know, we all have one thing in common. Everybody who's listening to this, uh, we all have hurts and we all have stuff, but it's good to see uh, for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off. There's going to be a time in heaven. And and I think almost when he wipes away our tears, I think almost instantaneously, Stephanie, you know, we go into the mode, hmm. total heaven mode. And people who totally stunk in our life that are saved, there's going to be no shame with them. Mm-hmm. There's God. Yeah. And I don't know what our relationships are going to look like in heaven. Even though nothing on earth compares to the greatness of heaven, we know that. And and I know that we're all going to know each other. So that means I'm going to be hanging out with Stephanie as always, and Debbie, and my kids. Hopefully, um, you know when they get there, I'll be hanging out with them. They're saved, and and Stephanie's kids and friends. Hopefully, and 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 so on. But I do know this, don't lose your expectation, don't lose the goal, don't lose where we're going from here. Hey folks, we gotta run to a commercial, we'll be right back with you, hang with us. Well, it's great that you came right back with us and we're moving on. I think we're on that next verse, Stephanie. I think we finally uh, rid ourselves from, from that seventeen, eighteen here. <laughs> I, I think, hear thou son, hear thou, my son, and be wise and guide thine heart in the way. Uh, You know, this kind of repeats the basic context of this whole Proverbs thing in my mind. Over and over again, he's telling us to hear this, not only listen, but hear this, hear what I'm saying to you. And, you know, I've got some big things to tell you. But right now, I want you to understand that I want you to hear this. It was what we were saying, Stephanie, I could train 100 soldiers. And, you know, my mind would be totally focused on training them. Like my mind's totally focused on this. My mind would be totally focused on giving everybody the same information, doing the same things, and maybe only a couple handfuls get it. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's saying, hear this. I think sometimes mm-hmm. there's a difference between hearing and listening or listening and hearing. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree
1: 100%. Yeah, and then-
2: but I, but I think what he's saying here is listen. Like he's, um you know how you can tell your kid to do something. Yeah. And then they'll say, you never told me to do that. And it's like, um, I could, I could, if there was a tape player in heaven that could replay, yes, I did tell you to do this um, in regard, you know, just chores or whatever. Um, And I think it's, especially when, especially when God is trying to talk to us, Because I think that's what Solomon's saying here, because he's saying, and be wise. And because wisdom comes from above, I think Solomon is saying to his son, he's pleading with his son, please listen to Jesus. Please give your heart's ears, because you can hear with your human ears, but if your heart's ears aren't listening to Jesus, then it's all going to go away. And so I think that's what he's telling his son here.
1: Yeah, and, and I think he's getting them ready for those next two verses that are pretty pertinent here. Be not among uh, wine-bibbers, uh, among riotous eaters of flesh, for the drunkard and the glutton shall come to poverty, and drowsiness shall clothe a man with rags. And so don't be somebody who requires booze. Don't be somebody who requires all kinds of food. Don't be a glutton. Don't be a, uh, you know, a drunk is kind of what I'm getting here don't do those things son because they turn out bad uh you know don't don't be involved in these things because they're going to lead to poverty and uh uh you know just I don't know I don't drink I believe that drinking is wrong I believe it's biblically wrong but I can't tell you how many people I've seen who've been drunks I can't tell you how many people I've seen who are uh, restaurant drunks, you know, where they got to go every single night to a different restaurant instead of cooking at home and doing those things that we do. And uh, you can lose everything. Stephanie, you can be wearing rags.
2: Yeah. Yep. And that's okay. As long as you're pleasing Jesus, it's okay if you're wearing rags, but if you're wearing rags because you've been foolish and because you've thrown away It's interesting to me that it lists a drunkard and a glutton. So in other words, someone who's addicted to wine or addicted to food, either one of those things will destroy you.
1: Yeah, I've learned that, man. Yeah, (laughs) let me tell you, 90 pounds ago, I could have talked to you a lot about that. But, you know, I think, Stephanie, there's there's a warning for a lot of things in life. Um, And and to sit there and tell his son, these are things I've learned. And to, to have God inspire that and tell us, Hey, don't do these things. I mean, how many people have I had to loan money to in my life? And just being totally honest with you guys, our family was, just kind of was a mess. And, uh, at times I've, I've told you guys before that one of my sisters was raped when she was a teenager and, and, you know, we didn't know the Lord, we didn't have a lot of things to fall back on. They did arrest the guy and throw him in jail and, um, and all those types of things. And, but my sister turned to alcohol and, uh, you know, basically ruined a life and it's real easy to ruin a life. And I think, mm-hmm. and I think that's what Solomon God inspired Solomon to remind us up here. It's real easy to, you know, one drink can turn you into liking this stuff. It's a gateway. Mm-hmm. It's like these people I'm, I'm against uh, anything but medical marijuana. Cause I believe that marijuana can be a gateway to drugs. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah and I I'm okay with the medical use of it cause I'm not a medical doctor and they're telling me it's helping somebody with stage four cancer. I'm all for it yeah. uh, or anything that they need help with in that area. But I, but I think Stephanie, I think there's a lesson for all of us. And the lesson is, uh, you know, don't get extreme in any given area. Don't lose. All, <laughs> we see people do it. I know people buy car <laughs> after car. I know people who, I uh, have to wear the best clothes. I know people who do this, and obviously, if you saw me right now, I have a a shirt on that Stephanie bought me with the kids, with a Superman logo <laughs> on the front of it. So, oh yeah, I, we we won't call that a rag, but it's not. I'm definitely not wearing a silk shirt, but silk shirts don't work good with me anyway. They show my whole man nipple region oh, and no. stuff, and oh, I haven't. No. What? What? <laughs> What did I do? You
2: had to go down that trail, Doug. You just had to.
1: Oh, no. That's not the very first time I've ever done it on this program. I hope you understand that I'm just talking about my body look makeup. And good shirts don't look right on me. I'm not trying to get weird here. So I want to correct that. I mean, I... No,
2: no, Doug, you're not weird. You just made my little boys weird.
1: Yeah. So so they talk about that, too. But (laughs) So I want to give you a couple examples here. I want to... I I, I do. I, I... joined the Army, and had a career with several people throughout. You know, they didn't necessarily join the same day I did. They didn't necessarily, um, you know, go through exact same things. But pretty much there were two or three of us that went through uh, our Army lives together. So I did 26. One of them did 24. Uh, another one was 20. Uh, but I can tell you, I, w- I want to take a look at these three people. And I think this is what God's trying to show us here. And uh, uh, and there's no glory but to God in any of this, but luckily I retired from the army with the same wife, with the same life, with the same mm. kids, you know, yeah. thank God we had the health to make it through. Uh, and thank God, you know, I was in a helicopter. I could have not made it through, but thank God for all mm. that. But I was able to come through and, you know, God allowed us to own our own home and own our own cars and be part of this ministry. Honestly, if I had come out of the army broke, if I had come out of the army with a drinking problem, if I had come out of the army with a glutton problem, we probably wouldn't be able to do what we're doing today or have what we're having today. You know what I mean? Don't we know people who wake up and and, you know, they don't have anything.
2: Yeah. Well, there's never, sin is only pleasurable for a season. Yeah. And when you choose a lifestyle that, that, leaves you broke because of sin <laughs> yeah. there's no pleasure in that there is nothing <clears throat> none of those people can walk around with their head held high <clears throat> at all you know because of their foolishness so yeah i think that's
1: yeah yeah so one of my three friends <clears throat> one's got cirrhosis of the liver
2: mm.
1: uh and the others living in a you know lost his wife and living in the basement of one of his kids um and, and I think, you know, folks, when God gives us instruction, it's not just to slap us or hurt us or defeat us or anything like that. It's just to enrich us as spiritually, because spiritual enrichment is what we're after, It's not about financial enrichment. It's spiritual enrichment. Now, don't get me wrong. God expects us to save. He expects us to pay our bills. He expects us not to be in financial problems. I understand all that. But what God gives us is even more than money. He gives us this spiritual enrichment to do things right so that we can project the joy of him.
2: Mm, Yeah. If anything God gives us is to be used for his glory, period. and that's what our life is ultimately about. Yes, we live in this world, so we have responsibilities and whatever. Yeah. But but in the end, no matter what our responsibility is that we're working on, are we doing it to honor and glorify the Lord? Yeah. You know, and that's the important thing when the rubber meets the road.
1: Yeah, I think so. And, and I think, and that's what I wanted to get at really with, with all you folks is, and you know, God, God doesn't give us a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money. Uh, but I, I'm just saying that there's a few choices and there's things that can completely take away not only financial riches, but spiritual riches. Yeah, You can yeah. get cirrhosis of the liver. You can, uh, you know, lose your family. You can lose all these things in your life. Yeah. And, and but no, God gives us spiritual stuff so we can, and, and, and I've, Watch Stephanie fight for her family for the last four years you know I think we you know next year we'll come up on being friends for four years I we all got to contend for those types of things and, yeah. and make sure we're spiritually fighting at the throne you know yeah and, yep. that, and that we're bringing those things up and I think God's getting at that here I think I think mm-hmm. Proverbs is obviously you know you got wise and you have fool you got wise and you got fool and I want you to know that I said that for a particular reason because tomorrow's word of the day is fool so we're going to talk about what oh. a fool looks like so, know who to stay away from. and uh, But it's been great talking with you folks. I always appreciate this opportunity. I know Stephanie does as well. Uh, listen, hang in there with us. I took an extra few seconds because I want to remind you September 12th through 16th, Camp Joy, Wisconsin. Call the camp if you need to make a reservation. Uh, Get signed up for our PTSD camp. There'll be concerts going on. There'll be people there. We throw everything we can at you that week, and we do it because we can't do it on the phone. We we can't do it uh, the way we'd like to, and uh, that's a place where we can all come together, non-attribution, and heal. That's a place when we can all come together and what happens at Camp Joy stays at Camp Joy. I won't make Stephanie, I usually make her at this point, give a commercial and I'll the first camp change her life, but I don't have time. Listen to every word Eric's going <laughs> to say. We'll save the commercial for tomorrow and uh, uh, make sure that you're praying for us. And, hey, when you go out there today, wear a smile that only God can give you. And if we can help you in any way, talk to you about what we're doing, the retreat and things like that, make sure you contact me at DougatWindowsPirits.com or Helpful Winded Spirits. May God bless you. Bye-bye.